People are told to stay home amid the coronavirus pandemic. That means non-essential workers are either working from home or out of work. Essential workers still go out in the world, but at a distance from others. Pets don't have a clue to what's going on. Their owners are around more often, some are given away because people can't afford to keep them anymore. That makes the work of animal shelters even more important during the pandemic. They keep the pets fed, clean, and socialized, even in times of crisis, often on a volunteer basis. Who knew playing fetch and giving belly rubs was an essential business? This is The New Normal, a podcast with stories about how the coronavirus pandemic has impacted a global hotspot. I'm Vivica Michelle. How animal shelters have adapted in the era of social distancing. Rescue Fund of the Hamptons has worked extra hard to make sure that their animals are taken care of during the pandemic. ARF, as they're known, is a rescue shelter that takes in animals throughout the year and houses them until they can find them new homes. The pandemic hit the Hamptons hard and ARF was forced to figure out new ways to take care and protect these animals when the odds were against them. Scott Howe is the executive director and CEO of ARF. So we are ARF, um, Animal Rescue Fund of the Hamptons, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we have currently 95 cats and dogs in the building. Um, typically, if under normal circumstances, we would have anywhere from 130 to 150. And at the beginning of March, we didn't know where this was headed, but we saw that there was uh, going to be potential for you know great stress um, on the community and potentially needing to close the shelter. So we started placing, um, focusing on any really highly adoptable animals like puppies and small cats, you know, the the easy animals who shouldn't uh, be spending time in in a shelter who could be easily adopted. Or then we also started fostering animals by about the second week in March, any animals that weren't yet adopted, but still we thought would be good candidates for going home. Um, But at that time we were asking fosters to commit for a minimum of two months um, two to possibly even three months, you know, we, we really didn't know then. So that got us down to 95 animals. And then we were able to, um, mid-March cut back our staff to only those, um, by cutting back, I mean, requiring only those who work directly with animals, uh, to work at the shelter, uh, to come in on a daily basis. Um, I've still, myself, I've continued to come in, um, but, it's right now is just our medical team and the animal care associates. And actually we've divided them into two teams so that they work on alternating days and they, the teams don't overlap. So we've been um, trying to reduce both the number of people in the building and then the chances of uh, employees um, becoming sick and then um, transmitting the virus to another employee so we've been doing um, that for about three weeks now. Um, staff wear masks inside the building. Um, and uh, we've been doing that for two weeks. And um, we um, right now we're just focused on, on taking care of the animals. There's really no um, 
you know, fortunately we have capacity. We aren't pressed for space for animals. Um, people aren't surrendering animals. Um, so we, there's, um, we don't think this is a really good time to adopt because there's no good way to come and meet an animal and exercise uh, social distancing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the best way I know to protect my animals is to protect my staff, the people who care for them. And that's really been, been our focus. Um, but at the same time, we have to stay connected to our community, our volunteers, our donors, our potential adopters. Um, and, um, so that's required us to do, you know, think about all things digital. And so the team that's not working here at the shelter with me is working on social media, on emails, um, on our website. And so we continue to, you know, remain present, um, in, in the world, um, in people's lives while they're at home. Yeah, that's... I think that's what's really important right now because of all this social distancing and not people being interact with other people. Is there like any, is there normally a protocol on how to deal with these things? Or this is something like you guys had to completely go in totally blindsided and just kind of figure it out as the way. We're used to dealing with infectious diseases in animals. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, you know, that we have all sorts of protocols for um, because we rescue animals. They come in with parasites. Um, they come in with, um, um, you know, uh, infections that are that are specific to animals. Um, and so we, we're typically very focused on not spreading disease from one animal to another, from healthy animals, uh, uh, from sick animals to healthy animals. And so, you know, we have quarantine space in the building for for animals. And so with COVID-19, you know, we're, we're trying to stay, um, we're staying up to date on what would be the protocols of animals coming from COVID homes. Um, we, we haven't had that yet, though we anticipate that in the future. Um, but, you know, in terms of, we, we've never really had to think about um, um, staff and uh, um, mm-hmm. The, the health of the staff. I mean, there are some things that animals have that staff can get, um, like giardia, coccidia, worms, you know, those things. So we, you know, we practice good, good hygiene uh, typically, mm-hmm. but, but this is something entirely different. That's Scott Howe. He's the executive director and CEO of ARF. The Animals Rescue Fund of the Hamptons plan to continue to take online applications for adoption, but will only move forward with it until everything the pandemic has passed. Thanks for joining us, Scott. We hope you and your staff stay safe. There is no rule book for the pandemic, but in the animal world, infectious diseases can be considered common. Rescue staff at shelters have taken what they have learned to keep a safe distance from animals like cats that are able to contract the disease. There is no evidence of a house cat passing the virus onto humans, none whatsoever, and dogs they can't even get the virus. So foster parents like Julie Silcox can help out animal shelters like ARF and take care of four-legged friends with ease. We were able to get in very last minute right before they were sort of having to sort of stop anybody coming into the facility. Um, And we took her. 
I would say the difference is, is that we sort of knew at the onset that the foster was going to become permanent. They weren't able to let us adopt her right away because of COVID. If you want to learn more about the Animal Rescue Fund of the Hamptons or fostering a pet from an animal shelter, visit arfhamptons.org. This is The New Normal, a podcast with stories about how the coronavirus pandemic has impacted a global hotspot. I'm Vivica Michelle. The pandemic has put a damper on a lot of things. Concerts, gone. Vacations, canceled. You a sports fan? Like baseball? You may not even get to vote for your favorite team this year. Imagine how senior high school and college athletes feel. They don't even get to play through their final season. More on that the next time on The New Normal. Go on, take a listen.